You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's show, we're going to get into the news of the day. We have some recruiting news that you're going to want to hear about. We are also going to talk about the basketball coaching search because, hey, that's what we're talking about a lot. And we're going to look at the wide receiver position for Boston College football. These are all things that people have been talking about, and I think it's really important that we kind of dive into them all. So let's jump into the news. First of all, it's been a while since we've really talked about BC football recruiting. It's been almost over a month since BC last received a commitment from the class of 2022, and today that all changed. Boston College landed a mammoth 2022 recruit in Quan Williams out of McDonough High School in Maryland. He's a four-star defensive tackle and he took he chose Boston College on his mother's birthday. I believe it was his mother um today and it was it's it's so big for Boston College. And here's why it's so big. First of all, Boston College got a four-star defensive tackle. This is a position Boston College has been dying to upgrade at. You know, they've had some solid players. Chabuzi and Wuka has been really good. Not really good, but he's been solid. Luke Beckett was solid. And TJ Ram, he had his moments. So, you know, to get a player that could translate into a top-tier defensive tackle, this is a big deal for Boston College. Um, he could become a game changer. If you line him up next to, say, Cam Horsley uh, in a couple years, you're in great shape at that position. People have been dying for a game-changing defensive tackle for probably, gosh, since probably B.J. Raj. I can't think of the last defensive tackle Boston College has had that has been a game-changer. Now they possibly have two. And the other reason this is big is that Boston College – beat out some major programs for this kid. They beat out Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, Florida, uh, Syracuse. They beat out Texas A&M and Maryland. So again, you this is all the work of a couple coaches. Obviously, Jeff Halfley gets the credit because he's at top. But on top of that, you also have, it's the DMV, so there he is again, Azar Abdul-Rahim, He's making his paycheck worth it because he is just landing recruit after recruit after recruit. I mean, he had a tweet out after this that, look out, DMV, BC's coming. And it's been the truth. He's brought in so much talent in the last two years. I know all the credit usually goes to Jeff Halfley, but Azar Abdul-Rahim is a legit threat on that recruiting trail. And he needs to get that respect. And he just shows it again and again. And I know BC has got you know their... Uh, pokers in the fire at uh, St. Francis and some of these other schools. Uh, but this is another kid that if you looked at 247 yesterday, Quan Williams, you know, Brian Doan of 247 had a crystal ball with a, um, a confidence rating of seven for Penn State. So you, Brian Doan 
is almost always right. He credit to him. He's usually a guy that like you look at. He always has his his. He knows his stuff. He knows his recruits, and he's usually there. But he missed on this one because Boston College just swooped in, and that could have been because Penn State has had a change in their defensive system. They got some new defensive coaches, but. I think it's a lot of credit to Boston College because they just they got a guy that they they focused on, they got him and they nailed it. Now Quan Williams is the top rated defense uh, player in the class of 2022 for Boston College. Now you had like Peter Delaportis and Jamal Hood and some of these other guys. They've done a really nice job uh, building their own profiles. Quan Williams is uh, above all of that. So this is a really exciting get for Boston College. Now in terms of Jeff Halfley in the last three years, you can look at, I would say, you know, the top recruit BC's ever gotten obviously would be CJ Burton, who is a, you know, top 150 recruit. Uh, so he's higher than what Quan Williams is. But I would put Quan right around there with maybe a little higher than Bryce Steele. You remember, Bryce Steele was a four star recruit and uh, maybe just a little below Drew Kendall. So, like, right around there. So maybe like the third or fourth highest recruit Boston College has ever gotten. But. You know, BC's only gotten about seven or eight recruits in the class of 28-22. They're going to fill this class up, I'm telling you. They're going to get 20, 25 players. And if this is any indication, they're going to continue to build. And they've got their um, eyes on some really talented defensive players. Uh, Quire Price also today named BC in his top 10. He's a four-star defensive end. If Boston College is serious about him, and I don't know if they are. I've, I've reached out and I haven't been able to get a full answer on that. Um, he could be someone to watch too because the, the schools they're going against, I think Boston College could easily uh, beat out. Quire is from uh, the Northeast as well. I think when you're looking at recruiting too, that you're going to probably see more of the defensive line as the area that Boston College is going to continue to approach. It seems like a lot of their offers and where they're really focusing a lot of their effort is that defensive end position. So I think that'll be coming up. And then the defensive back position, those athletes, I think will be someone else that they're going to go after. Now, if you want to get more information on recruiting, we are totally free on BC Bulletin right now. I have interviews with tons of recruits. I've talked to a lot of them. This morning, I'm going to have an interview with John Garcia, who's going to give a scouting report on Quan Williams and why Boston College fans should really be excited about what kind of player he is. So if you want exclusive free recruiting content, head over to BC Bulletin and make sure you bookmark the page. And I try to get up at least like one or two uh, recruiting posts a day so that you get you get into that and you know just check that out next we're going to talk about the basketball coaching search we're going to give some more updates on that and, and get into where they're at but before we do let's chat about rockauto.com one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money but why would you do that if you're going to go to a box store or an auto parts chain where you're going to spend 50 100 more than you would at rockauto.com chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's price is the same for everyone and are reliably low it's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years all you need to do is head over to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Control engine modules, brake parts, tail lamps, they got it all. Just head on over and put in your make and model and you'll find an easy to navigate system where you can find what you need. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always low and they're the same for everyone. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Next, let's chat about Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can get men help get extra confidence when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the best ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Silfandel and Talifidel tablets are all chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So when you need to perform, head on over to bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And make sure to use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay 50% off and you're going to get the first month free at bluechew.com. Again, that's bluechew.com with promo code LOCKEDON. We have some great podcasts on the Locked On Network, but one of the best that we have is Locked On Bets. Betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blow up specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We are going to talk now about the Boston College basketball search. We have now entered into week three of the search. Again, this is not something completely unusual for a coaching search. It does take some time. If you remember correctly, the Jeff Halfley search probably took three weeks before they had that gif that came out with smoke coming out of Gasson Hall. And most other schools have a system that goes that way. Unless, unless a coach is fired with a specific name in mind that they have locked in, it's going to take some time. And I think that's where Boston College is at right now. You know, they may have had some big names and they might have struck out. We don't know that. But I think right now Boston College is at a place where they have probably have started some of their interviews. They have gone through the process. I wouldn't be surprised in the next five days if Boston College has a new head coach. I think the biggest question remains, will Boston College get a coach that's already in the NCAA tournament? So, you know, some of the names that we have talked about are already um, punched their ticket. So Dennis Gates from Cleveland State, he just won the Horizon Tournament for the second year in a row. He'll be in the tournament. So maybe, uh, you know, the BC will wait until his team is done as kind of respect for that program and, and to let them him finish what he did there. A lot of teams do that. He's in the tournament, Mark Schmidt. So I think those are probably um, candidates one and two for Boston College. He is in the tournament. He won the A-10. So, you know, both of these guys, they're going to start their tournament run, I think, next week. I think that, you know, most of the games start probably midweek next week. You're probably going to have to wait until a little after that. So 
if it's a someone in the tournament, as I said before, it'll probably be five days. If it's one of these guys, it'll be a little longer than that, maybe about 10 days for them. And I know, I know, it's tough to wait. You want to know immediately. But don't I, – I see a lot of people talking on our boards, on BC Bulletin, on Twitter that it, this is just Boston College ineptitude. This is Boston College not doing what uh, other schools can do easily. I, I disagree. I think this is just part of the process. Basketball is a little different than football. In football, you're right. You know, when there's a bowl game, a coach will leave his team before a bowl because bowls are basically just glorified exhibition games. The NCAA tournament's a different deal for basketball. It's higher stakes. It's something you work towards. It's not just winning a 500 in your league. It's it's something special. So I think, you know, schools try to be respectful of that because it's a big deal when a Cleveland State or a, a St. Bonaventure makes it into the tournament. You want to be able to respect that. So back to who the candidates are. You know, I think that's what everyone wants to talk about. Where is Boston College? And again, I had said before, my my sources that I've talked to have told me that Dennis Gates is probably the number one choice right now, and it wouldn't be surprised if they already have him locked in. Now, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I'm just saying this is stuff that I've heard. Again, you know, sources can always be unreliable, but I've heard from different people the same thing. So as I've said before, Dennis Gates is a young coach. He's 41 years old. He's got ties to Boston College. He's an excellent player developer. He can turn around bad programs quickly. He has ACC roots. He has everything that you want. Now, if he's not the choice, the second person has to be Mark Schmidt because at this point, you have to reasonably think if they had a home run guy like, say, John Beeline, Thad Mata, uh, Rick, even if it was Rick Pitino, I don't think he was ever an option. Um, I think they would have already hired him by now because those three guys are just sitting on their, you know, they're sitting on the keysters watching college basketball just like you and I. They can pick and choose where they want to go. So I don't think they're going to wait three weeks to hire them. So I'm guessing that those guys are all not an option. So you basically have guys like Micah Shrewsbury, Dennis Gates, Mark Schmidt. And I think Schmidt and Gates are probably the two best selections. Um, now, number three, I would probably put Shrewsbury. And Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated actually tweeted at me last night. He's a BC grad too. And he you know, he covers the Celtics, and he's a big Celtics fan. And he knows Shrewsbury's work from when he was with the Celtics. And he thinks that he would be the best fit. And again, I don't know. Now, the, the big thing with Sh- Gates and Shrewsbury is – do they have any ties to Penn State? Because Penn State's the other option that that's out there too. And either of those guys, I feel like one's going to end up at Boston College and one's going to end up at Penn State. Um, and I, I, if I was a betting man, I would put Dennis Gates at Boston College and Shrewsbury at Penn State. But um, that's where we're at right now. So, you know, it, it's a quiet coaching search. And, you know, I've seen people get mad online because there's just no news. And just remember that when a coaching search happens – it doesn't behoove the school itself to leak any information to the media because what benefit does that do for the school? Yeah, fans want to know names, but if a co- if a school says, hey, we're interested in Dennis Gates, now Dennis Gates' agent knows that, and they can use that against Boston College when they're negotiating. They can, they can hold up BC for more money because they know that information. So it, it does not do any benefit 
for the school to leak. So it's not BC being dishonest. It's not BC uh, doing a bad job on their coaching search. As far as I know, I've heard anything about that. Um, I think this is just them doing the right thing. You want an airtight coaching search. It's, it's the best way to do it because you can just quietly do your thing, get your coach that you want, and without getting all the all the craziness that can happen with the media being involved. So don't read into BC not not getting um, putting out stuff into the media because I think this is important that they don't do that. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about Boston College wide receivers heading into spring practice. You know, spring practice is starting in just under four days, and the wide receiver position has the potential to be one of the best in Boston College history, and I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest, and best way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. They have everything at betonline.ag. Award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time odds and props on anything you can imagine. They have you all covered. All you have to do is head on over to betonline.ag, use your mobile device to sign up, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, if you put in $200, they're going to give you a $100 bonus. How can you beat that? All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON. Again, use promo code Locked On to receive that 50% complimentary welcome bonus on BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College AJ Black here. If you've not done so already, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can follow me personally at AJ Black underscore BC, and we are on Facebook and Instagram at Boston College SI. Now, over the last week, we've reviewed different uh, position types at Boston College football as BC is heading into spring football on Monday. We've kind of talked about some of the the chatting points about each of these positions, some of the interesting topics to go along with it, some new names, and things to look for as spring football kind of hits in. Now, one of the positions that we're going to talk about today, actually the only position we're going to talk about today, is wide receivers. Now, this is a position, as I just said, that has every potential to be the best position group at wide receiver in Boston College history, and here's why. Going into spring, you have Zay Flowers, who had 56 receptions for 892 yards and nine touchdowns in, uh, in 2020. You know, it was his breakout year. He, he joked about it a couple times during um, press conferences that this is the first time that at Boston College he felt like he was used as a wide receiver, that he was just a gimmick guy under Steve Adazio. Now he has a chance to be a superstar. He's also said that his goal is to win the Bolitnikoff Award, to be the best wide receiver in the country. That's a big goal, but he has all the talent to do that. He's a speedster. He's learning what some of the technique of being a wide receiver. And I'm really interested to see if Zay Flowers has a next gear, if he can become even more valuable, especially with Hunter Long gone. Can he become that go-to guy for Boston College that can hit, you know, you know, Alex Amidon numbers, where Alex Amidon had like 80, 90 catches. Can Zay Flowers do that? But behind him, I think that's what's really intriguing. Of course, Boston College has had a couple good wide receivers here. And then I said Amidon. You had guys like, you know, Richie Gannell and um, some of the guys, you know, in the 90s and such. But it's the depth of this position, I think, that is really intriguing. So first and foremost, you get Kobe White back. He missed all of 2020 with an undisclosed knee injury. 
And, you know, going into this last year, before the injury, he was expected to be the go-to wide receiver for Boston College. Now, you put him in with Zay Flowers. You put him in there with C.J. Lewis, Jalen Gill, and some of these other guys. And you all of a sudden, Phil Jakovic has four or five wide receivers at any point that can catch the ball. And you, you, I think Kobe White adds a new dimension to this because now you have a whole bunch of guys that can do a whole bunch of different things. So Zay Flowers, he can beat you with speed moves. He can meet you with technique. He can do a whole bunch of things. Kobe White is a guy that you throw the ball up to. He'll bring it down. Same thing with C.J. Lewis. You have a couple guys that can do that in the red zone. That makes you more dangerous in the red zone, which was something that Boston College kind of struggled with under Jeff Halfley. So I think that's intriguing. Now, look at some of the other depth guys you have. C.J. Lewis, who was probably the biggest story of 2020 at wide receiver that wasn't Zay Flowers. He was a guy that, you know, in into last season, we did not expect to do much of anything. You know, he had not shown up to do anything in the first couple of years at Boston College. All of a sudden, he becomes not only a valuable wide receiver, but a very talented one. A big guy, 6'3", 6'4", that Jacobic can just launch it up and he just pulls it down. And he made a couple of really uh, circus catches in the last year. So you have all these talented wide receivers. I think the biggest wild card will be Jalen Gill. We saw him take a big step in 2020. You know, he came in as this highly recruited transfer from Ohio State, but he hadn't really done much for the Buckeyes. He gets to Boston College, again starts off kind of slow, but then he has a 100-yard game and and another big game near the end of the season. And I think that showed where he could jump off. He doesn't need to be the number one wide receiver, but he can be that electric, you know, take-it-to-the-house type of guy when they need that. And so he'll be someone to watch for. And then you have a group of younger wide receivers. And I think these are the ones that camp will be interesting to see who kind of flushes out where. You know, last summer, the big name to jump out from camp was Jelani Galloway, who by the end of the year had really slid in nicely at the wide receiver four position. But you still have Taji Johnson. Ethan Williams missed most of last year with an injury. So you have these three guys. And then you have a handful of true freshmen that are coming in as wide receivers as well. You know, Dante Reynolds, Jalen Williams. You have these different wide receivers coming in. How do they slot in? So I think you're going to see a lot of competition at wide receiver. And being able to see who jumps up and who takes advantage. Because remember, last summer it was Taji Johnson that had a huge summer. You know, you saw all the highlight catches he made. This spring, it'll be a chance for someone else to do that. Maybe Johnson does it again because he didn't really jump into the season all that much. But he definitely got onto people's radar. I think that'll be something to watch as well. On tomorrow's show, we're going to do a viewer mailbag, a listener mailbag. If you have a question you want me to answer, send it to me on Twitter. You can DM me. My DMs are open. You can shoot me anything you want. BostonCollegeSI at gmail.com and ask me any question you have, whether it's about the coaching search, spring football, baseball, whatever you want my perspective on, I'd be happy to answer it all. Make sure you put your name on there in case you're using a a, a name. You could just, I mean, a, a username just so I can say like, you know, Steven in Boston or whatever. I want to make sure I give your name a shout out for asking questions. So shoot it out, shoot me a DM if you have a question and we will address that on tomorrow's show. If you're not done so already, please like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get our podcasts. And thank you for listening. We'll see you all again tomorrow.